Matthew chapter number 26, verse number 36 in your Bible. The Bible says, Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane, and saith unto, his, unto the disciples, Set ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, and began to be sorrowful and very heavy, so that you'll know who the two sons of Zebedee are. They're James and John. In verse number 38, the Bible says, Then saith he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here, and watch with me. And he went a little farther. Amen. Let's pray and you can be seated. Father, we love you so much today. Thank you, Lord, for being so good to us and blessing us with another opportunity to open up the wonderful Word of God and to be able to share with these people. I pray, God, your blessings upon the message. God, I know it's a simple message, Lord. But God, it can, it can produce great things, Lord, if we'll allow it to. God, we'll thank you and praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Now, I had 31 points I was going to make out of the other message that I had, so you pray for me, all right? Amen. See if we can make any points on this one. Amen. All right. Matthew chapter number 26 and uh, verse number uh, uh, 38 says, and he went a little farther, right? Now, this is speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he was in the garden, and he went farther to pray, and we know that story. But what I'm interested in tonight is I'm interested that he was... He wanted some to go with him and he wanted them to go farther than the rest of them did. He uh, took his disciples to a certain area and Jesus is going to go farther and he's going to pray. But uh, interesting, Brother Jason, is that he chose to take three men with him farther than the rest of them went. That's Peter, James, and John. Uh, Even from the very beginning when he first met these men, uh, uh, oftentimes he would take them uh, uh, farther than seemingly the rest. It seems like that uh, even when he uh, initially spoke to these men, you remember they were fishers. Peter was a a fisher. He, uh, He went out and caught fish. That was his business. And uh, then there was James and John. Uh, Andrew was uh, Peter's brother, uh, uh, but they were fishermen. And the Lord Jesus at times would get on the ship with them and go out uh, and catch great amounts of fish. It was awesome uh, to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus. Uh, Amen. Uh, But here, what I'm interested in is I'm interested in going farther for God, going farther, amen, with God. Uh, That's what I want to do tonight, I mean today, and this is what I want to do with my life. I want to go farther. Uh, Amen, I just preached a message at Victory just the other day on Jabez, uh, and Jabez asked the Lord to uh, to broaden his coast. Uh, Give him more, God. Give me more room. Give me more space. I believe he didn't want it just so he could be richer. I believe he wanted a man to be able to do more for God with what he would give him. Uh, In other words, he was wanting to go farther. Uh, I want to say something to you this morning, especially to the young people. Uh, Amen. You can go as far as you want to go with God. Amen, I'll start it off with the first point. Uh, Amen, let me ask you a question before I go. Uh, How many of you right now, you can jump up and name off the 12 apostles real quick. Anybody jump up real quick for me and name off the 12 apostles. Real quick, come on, jump up, hurry, hurry. You give it a good shot, girl. You give it a good shot. Anybody can name us the 12 apostles real quick. Okay. 
You want to know why you can't name them? Can anybody name three of them for me real quick? Three of the apostles. Almost. Peter, James, and John. Well, of course Peter, James, and John. I mean, man, we can, we can think about Peter, James, and John just every time we want to. Uh, amen. And so uh, how come we don't remember, you know, Labaius? Y'all, y'all remember Labaius, don't you? Uh, which is surnamed Thaddeus. You remember him, don't you, Brother Williams? You, you can tell me. Stand up real quick, Brother Williams, and give us details about Labaius. Yeah, it's not going to be too. It's not going to be too easy for him. I know he's a brilliant young man. I believe he is. I think he is. He's, your son-in-law ain't he? He's pretty smart. He married your daughter, didn't he? Amen. Uh, but uh, there's not a lot of folk that's going to know a lot of about uh, a lot about some of the disciples. I I, I can name off some of them. Of course, there's Peter uh, and Andrew, his brother, and James, uh, uh, the the son of Zebedee, and and John, his brother, and Philip, and Bartholomew, and Thomas, and Matthew, uh, and James, uh, and Labius, uh, uh, which is surnamed Sadius. And Simon the Canaanite. Y'all tell me, I preach a message about Simon, Simon the Canaanite. Amen. Stand up, brother. You're pretty sharp. Tell me, tell me a lot about Simon the Canaanite, real quick. I don't know much about Simon the Canaanite. Amen. He's like, oh, don't look at me. No, I don't know nothing about that. I hope we was going to say something about Judas Iscariot. We could, but I don't really want to talk about him right now. I got enough of that going on in Washington. I don't want, I don't want to know about none of that stuff. Uh, amen. And so then, uh, if we were going to talk this morning about, about some of the apostles, uh, and most of you, to be honest with you, now I've memorized them. I did read that because I wanted to do it in order like it was, uh, but I memorized I'll tell you what I had to do to do it. I had I used to coach football many, 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 many years ago. And, uh, and so what I did was is I put those in the order. First of all, I kicked Judas off the team. Amen. So I just had 11. Amen. Uh, you don't want the man that's on the other side telling what the plays are. I kicked his thing and tell off the team the first day. Amen. Judas scared you off the team. And then I put him into place. And I thought about Andrew because he is the first one, amen, to get it started. He went and got his brother and brought him Jesus. So I took Andrew and made him the center. And of course, Peter's got to be the uh, the quarterback and you want the sons of thunder in the backfield, amen. I had John, amen, and his brother James, amen, they're going to run the ball for us and then I put my, my, my left side, which might be not as strong as my right side, amen, and so I had the men on both sides and you know, and so forth. I got to get going because I've only got a few more minutes, amen. And so then, amen, I remember it because I put them in their place. I remember my little, my little football teams I used to have, Amen. So then, but I'm concerned not about the football team. I'm concerned about uh, Peter, James, and John and those that wanted to go farther. I started off with, it's just three points today. Hey man, I'm gonna start off with the first point. The reason that they went farther, listen to this, Linda done told it, because they wanted to. And I'm gonna say to you this morning, you're gonna go as far as you want to go. There's no telling what God can do with you, young man, here on the corner right here. And ain't he sharp? I'm telling you right now, amen. Hey, there's no telling what God could do with you, amen. And, the, and this young man that was playing the guitar, there's no telling what God can do. Now, let me tell you something. The devil wants to do something with you too, so you gotta be careful, amen, because you gotta know which one's God and which one's, amen, and how, how can you know? Well, it's in there, amen. And then you got a great man of God that can help you, and you got mom and dad to tell you, amen. And so you got the Holy Spirit of God living on the inside if you're saved, amen, and he'll guide and direct you, amen. So wise people and being around the right folk, amen, means a lot, amen. So then, amen, they went farther because they wanted to. And my, my, I can find over and over in the Bible where they went farther with God. 
I can find one place over there where a man named Joris come up to the Lord Jesus. And, uh, and he, uh, uh, he, he needed him to come and help him. His daughter's sick, she's dying. Uh, it eventually happens that someone comes and says, uh, don't bother him anymore because uh, you know, she's dead. And uh, they, you know, they all get down there. And what does Jesus do? Amen. He took Peter, James, and John and went on in the house. Made everybody else get out of the house, but he took Peter, James, and John in the house. Amen. Then I can think about that one time when they went up on the mountain. Now, I'll tell you what, I love being around big crowds, and I like big crowds. Amen. But I'm going to ask Brother Gravely a question real quick because he's been in some big crowds. Amen. Which would you have rather done? Would you have rather been there on the day when Jesus fed 5,000 men, not counting the women and the children, 5,000 men with a little lad's lunch. Every time I say that, I think about standing blue. Amen. But he had a little old, I think Phil Kidd used to put it like this. He used to say, hush puppies and some sardines. Amen. He just had this little teeny lunch. But he took that, amen, and he fed 5,000 men, not counting the women and the children. Boy, I'd like to have seen that. Man, I'd like to have been there to saw all that awesomeness. Amen. He just kept breaking it off, Brother Laddie, and kept handing it out and kept handing it out, kept handing it out. I like it, amen. I say, I'd like to have been there. But there was a time when he went up on a mountain and he only took Peter, James, and John. Went up on a mountain and there wasn't but three of them there. A couple others showed up, but they was late, amen, and they showed up, amen. Who was that? Probably Moses and Elijah, amen. They showed up, amen, but they was running a little late, amen. They got talking to the Lord and then all of a sudden, Brother Laddie, amen, Jesus, amen, turned the inside out in front of them. He turned inside out. I never heard such a thing, Brother Fraser. He's in there. Hey man, he, hey man, his glorified body come on on the outside and he transfigured himself right there on the mountain and glowed brighter than the noonday sun. Peter fell down and said, let's build churches. Don't, don't get too mad at him. What would you have said? Amen. Amen. I already heard Brother Gravely's answers. Uh, pastor kept saying, I'd rather be in there, I'd rather be in there. Uh, amen, I'd rather see Jesus, amen, in his glorified body glowing and Moses and Elijah, amen, brought back, amen, talking to him. And we're standing here watching that. Amen, it's good to be here, amen. It is good to be here. So it ain't always about the big crowd. It's about those that want to go farther. Our brother Sammy Allen was a strange guy. I mean, we got to admit it, don't we? He was a strange individual. First time I met Sammy Allen was way back in the early 90s and I went to an old tent meeting by Brother Donnie Harvey had up at Gallahar Road and I went up there and there was Tim Ramey and Harley Ramey and all them old timers up there and I remember I got in there didn't know what to expect. Somebody said, there's a man named Sammy Allen going to preach to me. Boy, he's great. You want to go hear him. Sure enough, we did. I was sitting way back towards the back on the right side. I remember it. Brother Allen got up and he comes straight back there to me and he went, Whoa! right in my face. And I thought, what is he doing? Whoa! He did that two or three times. I thought, man, this guy's a strange one. Amen. He got quiet, didn't he? But he was a strange one. Amen. He was peculiar. He was different. Amen. Hey man, he could rock his head back and forth so much it looked like he had one eyeball and it was that wide. Hey it just, I tried to do that one time, got vertigo and I had to go lay down. I tell you something about Sammy Allen. He was an unusual guy. You want to know why? Because he went farther. 
Amen. Moses went farther with God. He went up on a mountain for 40 days, young men. 40 days without eating or drinking anything. Amen. Don't try that at home. Amen. He went up on the mountain 40 days. And you know what he did when he come off the mountain, brother Laddie? You already know, don't you? They had to put a veil over his face. Why? Because he glowed in the dark. He said, glowed in the dark. Yeah, he glowed in the dark. Hey, man, I remember when I was a little kid, somebody gave me this little thing that was supposed to glow in the dark. Hey, man, I took it home, went in the dark room, went in my bedroom to shut the door, and it didn't do nothing. I came back out, and I told my daddy, I said, it don't work. It don't glow in the dark. He said, you got to get real close to the light, son. He took a flashlight and turned it on. Hey, man, stuck it right over top of it, waited just a minute. He said, now go try it. I went in there and opened the door, walked in. Hey, man, shut the door, and that thing, man, illuminated the whole room. Got to get close to the light, amen. You're going to glow, amen. Amen. But you got to want to. Young ladies, listen to me. There's some ladies that, it's in there. Amen. I can tell you about that glowed for God. It all depends on whether you want to go farther with God. Remember that woman that came in, washed his feet with with the tears from her eyes and dried it with her hair? I reckon she wanted to go farther. She didn't care whether anybody else was in the room or not. Amen. She came in, and if you notice, she come in from behind, amen, and got down by his feet. Amen. She may have crawled in. And all those religious Pharisees, amen, they looked around and said, my, my, look who that is. But she didn't care what they thought. Amen. As long as she could get in there and go farther with God. Number one, what is it? You'll go farther if you want to. If you want to. I must be honest with you, there ain't very many people who wants to anymore. Especially, brother, it's sad. But when it comes to young people, I'm telling you, 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 you're blessed. I'm telling you, you're blessed to have young people that don't even get up here and sing a song. Man, I'm telling you, our church is blessed. We can come down there, come out at Victory, and man, they stand in line. I got a song, I got a song, I got a song. Hey, man, my goodness, it may take an hour and a half for the singing to get done. I just let them sing on it. Praise God. If you don't like to go to church, don't come to victory. Because we're going to go to church. They, they want it to. I'll be honest with you, it's rare now. And you know it is. You can go around places. How long has it been since you've seen a young man stand up and say God just called him to preach? It happens just a few times. I've seen it happen in the last three or four years. Amen. But it's a rare thing anymore. It used to be. My, my, you say, you won't know why. Amen. There's not as many as there used to be that wants to go farther for God. Farther for God. Amen. I wonder, I wonder uh, how come some of these others didn't go farther. It's not always going to be easy to go farther. You think it was easy for them to go up on that big exceeding high mountain? No, it'd been a lot easier to stay down there at the bottom. I wonder about this, Brother Williams, if Jesus turned around and said, I'm going to go climb that big high, that highest mountain over there. I'm going to go plumb the top of it. I wonder now, he don't tell us. Says he taketh Peter, James, and John. Maybe, maybe soon as he said, I'm going to climb that, that big steep mountain right there. And there wasn't no paved road. He didn't take a four-wheeler up it. He, didn't, he, didn't, he, he walked up that thing. And it would have got steep at times. Probably had to go through a couple of briar patches. Hey, man, it was probably, hey, it was probably sheer on some places. And man, to get up to the top was going to be some work. And it was going to be sweating and tired. And it wasn't going to be easy. It was going to be all day to climb that thing. But I believe just as soon as he said it, I'm going to go up there on that highest mountain over there. I'm going to go right up there at the top of it. I think Peter said, can I go? 
Y'all do think he asked to go, don't you? You don't think he said, I'm going whether you like it or not. No, I don't think he did that. I know he was a little mouthy sometimes, but be careful about Peter. Amen. But I think he said, can I go? Can I go with you? Maybe uh, James and John said, hey, we want to go with you. Can we go with you? Let me ask you a question. How come Lebeus didn't say, can I go with you? I'm going to ask you a question. It's good when you preach to the pastor because, you know, y'all used to all these tests. Now I'm going to give him one. <laughs> do, you think that, do you think that Lebeus, if he would have said, Lord, can I go? You think Jesus said, no, you can't go. You scored 100. <laughs> hey, plus, brother. That was a hard question, wasn't it, guys? You, do you think that if Bartholomew would have said, can I go? No, you can't go, Bartholomew. Go sit down. Shut up. No, no. You think Simon the Canaanite? Uh, hey, man, do you think if he had said, can I please go? You're always taking Peter and John, James and John. Can I go with you? No, you can't. Andrew, shut up. No? No, no. If you want to know why they went, <laughs> it's because they wanted to. Hey, Amen. You know what you're going to get out of this revival? Everything you want out of it. I'm so thrilled that some of you are saying, praise God, I like this revival. I need this revival. I want this revival. Amen, it's already helping me in this revival. Amen, that's the one that's going to go on further. You say, well, God can only take three at a time. No, he can't. He can take all of us at the same time. You want to go? You want to go with us? Sammy Allen one time preaching a revival to her church. Uh, from our pulpit, up, uh, uh, there's a door over to the side. Brother Allen, he liked, used to like go over and open doors and slam them. Y'all know if you, you ain't got no door in here, but maybe in the old building, he probably went over and slammed it two or three times. He, I don't know why he done that. He'd be preaching and just slam it. Amen. He went over and he opened the door. He said, I'm going over into Canaan. Anybody want to go with me? He went through the door and slammed it. Nobody really moved. We thought, man, he's a weirdo, ain't he? Is he coming back? A few minutes later, he come amen, back in, and he's shouting and praising God. I mean, Brother Allen was just unusual, buddy. He was spirit-filled. He was a man of God. Amen. Uh, he's, he's my hero. He's my, he was like my daddy, amen. Daddy, I never had. He came back in, amen. I went on with the meeting, amen. Before you know it, these people going in out the door, and there's one woman. She's sitting over about where, uh, where your wife's sitting over yonder, uh, amen. And, 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 uh, and she said, uh, she said, y'all ain't going without me now. And she jumped up and came over running and went through the door. Amen. They went with God a little farther because they wanted to. Because they wanted to. Amen. Number two. Y'all knew there was going to be three points, didn't you? Number two. They went because they was willing to. Maybe, maybe Jesus turned around and said, okay, now I'm fixing to go in here and raise this woman from the dead girl from the dead. And I want Peter, you come with me, James, John. If you'll notice in that case it said he suffered nobody to go in with him, Peter, James, and John. Amen. I want you to go and you to go and you to go. But I wonder what happened if James had stood up and said, I don't want to go. I'm always having to go. Seems like nobody else ever has to go. Why don't you take, why don't you take Thaddeus with you this time? My goodness, Thomas, he don't never get to go. And I'm, so, I'm always having to go. I've always got to clean the church. And it's always me that has to go down there and do this and that and this. Why don't you take somebody else this time? <laughs> but he didn't. He said, I'm fixing to go in here. I want you to go with me and you and you. And they said, yes, sir. 
And they went in. Peter, James, and John. You know why they went further, Jason? I'll tell you why. Because they wanted to and because they were willing to. Sometimes it's not easy. It may have been. I don't know. We wasn't there, Brother Gravely. But I wonder, I wonder if when he said, I'm going to go way up here at the top of this mountain and it's going to take me all day long to get up here at the top of it. Who wants to go with me? Maybe nobody didn't say anything. And that's a high mountain right there. You know Thomas, he's always down. I don't know if I can even make it up at the top of that mountain. It's there. Maybe they just didn't say nothing. And then Jesus said, Peter, James, John, let's go. Maybe they're tired. Hey, does anybody want to know how come, going back to our original scripture, does anybody want to know how come, now this is deep now, this is deep. Pay attention, young people, this is deep. I, I am a doctor. You do know that, don't you? Amen. I'm a doctor. I'm going deep here. Deep theology. Amen. Doctor divinity. Amen. Going to go deep. Amen. I done forgot what I was talking about. Amen. Amen. You want to know why? That when Jesus took them to the garden and he went out there and prayed and he came back and they was asleep. Does anybody want to know why? This deep. Does anybody want to know why they was asleep? Because they're tarred. Not tired. That's something up north. Amen. We're talking about tarred. Not with the feathers and the gooey stuff. Just flat out tarred. They'd been up all night long. Jesus has been telling them all this stuff that they fully didn't understand. And man, everything's seemingly going wrong. And, and, and here they are. Now Jesus wants to go pray all night long. And my goodness, man, I'm exhausted. I'm give out. You don't know why they fell asleep? They wasn't just didn't care. Jesus come back to them, woke them up, and said, pray, pray. Can you not pray at least for an hour? I pray that ye enter not to, into temptation. Jesus is doing that for their benefit. Pray with me, pray with me. And he goes back and they go back to sleep. You don't know why? Because they stayed up too late watching television the night before. No, they didn't even have no television. Had men deer hunting that week after that, man, they never did get over that, you know, that flying up yonder in Nebraska. No, no, they didn't go to Nebraska and they didn't fly. You don't know why they went. They went to sleep because they was tarred. That's why they went. You ever been tarred? Stand it blue at one time. I remember at the Faith Baptist camp, man, I mean, it was a week. And uh, Brother Blue said he got, he stood up. You might have been there. Brother Blue said this. He said, last night I was so exhausted. He said, I, I got down to pray before, I, uh, before I, I got into bed. And he said, I was so tired I couldn't pray. He said, I just said, Lord, I'm tired, and I'm going to bed. And he went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought in my mind, boy, that wasn't very good to tell us all that, Brother Blue. I mean, you're their big hero. You're the one that can alliterate the prior, amen. Uh, amen. I, I still think of Brother Blue every time I say three things in a row that rhymes, amen. Uh, but he went to bed. You don't know why he went to bed? I tell you. He was tired. that's why. He couldn't pray. He said, I was so exhausted. I started, tried to pray. I go to sleep while I was praying. You want to know why they, why they went to sleep? They went to sleep because they was tarred. It ain't always easy to go farther. It's a lot easier just not to go farther. To be honest with you, if you don't want to go no farther, it's easier. But that's not what you should do. You should want to go farther. Peter, James, and John went farther because they wanted to. Peter, James, and John went farther because they wanted to. Number three, Peter, James, and John went farther because they were willing to. Hey. Willing to, wanted to, willing to, wise enough to. Amen. 
they were wise enough to. See, someday, someday, let me pick one out. You in the striped shirt, you're on the spot, buddy. You are going to have to stand before God. But don't feel bad because that guy right beside of you has got to too. And this guy over here. And you, all of you, you girls are going to have to too. And all y'all, y'all teenagers, anybody teenagers in this room? Amen. No, amen. I've been a teenager three, four, five times. Amen. <laughs> amen. You're going to have to stand before God. Brother Laddie's got to stand before God. All of us got to. You want to know why they, they went further with God? They were willing to. They, they wanted to. They were willing to. But they were wise enough to. Because their Bible says that we're all going to stand at the The same people. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ and we may give an account for things that we've done in our body, whether it be good or bad. Is that right? So Brother Laddie's got to stand before the Lord Jesus at the judgment seat of Christ. Now let me tell you what it's about, young man, and it's going to be awesome. God is going to have crowns of reward. They're going to be amazing. He can't even really tell us about it. And we don't, we don't fully understand it even though when you, you may, I don't know, Brother Gravely, you got DR period in front of your name too and all that, Doc DD and THD and, and all them other letters down through there. We're going to stand before God and give an account. And he's going to have these awesome rewards. He's going to have crowns. And the crowns ain't just pretty, though they're going to be beautiful, ma'am, I'm telling you what. And somebody said to me a while back, said, well, I ain't interested in no crowns. I, I, I don't, he don't have to give me nothing. I just love him and I want him. I said, good, because I want yours. <laughs> they look kind of funny. I said, see, you don't understand about these crowns. It's not just that you get a pretty head ornament, Brother Grabley. It's that you're going to rule and reign with him as a king. Those are kingly crowns. Those are crowns to be put on your head uh, uh, which represent positions that you will have during the millennial reign. Amen. Brother Sammy Allen used to say it, maybe God will let him be over Resaca. I got a feeling it's going to be bigger than Resaca, amen. Resaca's a big city now, don't get me wrong, but they even got a store. Yeah, they got a dollar store now, don't they? Oh, Brother Allen will do better than that, amen. But he's going to place a crown on Brother Gravely's head one day. At the judgment seat of Christ, he's going to say, come before me, Brother Grabley. Brother Grabley's going to come before him. He's going to put a crown on his head. He's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Been faithful over a few things. I'll make thee ruler over many. He's going to put jewels in the crown. It's going to represent things. It's going to be beautiful, priceless. You, you, can't, you can't even put a number on it. They say there's some kind of a diamond over in England somewhere that they can't even put an amount on. They get a crown jewel or whatever it's called. Amen. God's going to put crown. He's going to put jewels in the crown. He's going to, he's going to put crowns on top of the crown. Are you listening to me? There's going, to be, there's going to be things that he's going to reward us with. It's going to be greater than anything we could imagine. God wants to reward. It's amazing. But God wants, not only wants to save us and keep us out of hell and a lake of fire for eternity, but he wants to give us heaven, which is wonderful. But he also wants to reward us. Now, the exciting part about that crown is not only that you're going to rule and reign with him, Lord of lords and king of kings, but it's also that we're going to get to take those crowns off at the greatest worship service that mankind has ever or will ever know. 
It'll be the time that we get to stand before God and come and cast our crowns down at his feet and fall on our faces and glorify and magnify our Savior for what he's done for us. I want one. I don't want to stand there without one. My, my. You say, well, I just want to live my life, do my own thing, sow my wild oats, make my own mistakes, do my... Hey, listen to me. You're not going to have a crown. You're not going to have a crown when you get there. And if you don't have a crown, how embarrassing it would be. How to be there and not have nothing. How to give back to him that gave everything so that we, amen, I would miss out on all of the judgment and the wrath of God and get to go to heaven. So, ma'am, you can go as far as you want to go. You say, oh, preacher, oh, preacher, I want to be so close to God. Come on. So, oh, preacher, I want to go farther to God than I ever have been. Okay, let's go. Say, but I want my man of God. I know y'all love Brother Grabley. How can you not love Brother Grabley? You'd have to be a Democrat or something. You didn't love Brother Grabley. Democrats don't like Brother Grabley. Man, is that right, Brother Gravely? He said, I could preach on anything. I'm preaching on Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi don't like Rick, Rick, Ricky Gravely. And Chuck Schumer don't like Ricky Gravely. Amen. But I love Brother Gravely. Amen. He's a blessing, amen. I appreciate Brother Gravely. Brother Gravely, God wants you to go farther than you've ever been. And let me say something to you, preacher. Brother Sammy Allen's done checked off the scene. Stanley Blue left out. Billy Goosby, he's gone. Hey, man, Carl Braswell fell the other day, they said, and busted his head, and he's gone. And the, and the men of God, we can name them off, are heroes. The Mays Jackson's not here anymore, and the, and the Berman Cape. Oh, my, I, 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 want, I want to go to one more meeting with Berman Cape. Oh, if I could just hug him one more time, that'd be a blast. I want him to sing that song about the, the Bible and tell that joke about his wife and how that they never went to bed angry. Y'all remember that one, don't you? Hey, man, stayed up a million night, he said. I, I, I still think it's funny. She don't think it's funny. But it was funny. But he's gone. And Milford Biddle is gone. And the list goes on and on and on and the Harold B. Sattler's gone and the J. Harold Smiths are gone and, and uh, the Roach is gone and, and all that. They're gone. But, 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 but Brother Gravity's here. And Leland Frazier's here. And Randy Sutherland's here. And my, my, I feel about that big when you name off all those big names, Brother Gravely. And then, and then I feel about that big. I don't even feel like I'm worthy to unlatch Brother Allen's shoes, let alone Jesus's. I'm here, and Jason, you're here. And you're going to go as far with God as you want to go. And you can go on the mountain with him, and you can see miracles that will amaze you and blow your mind that God will do. You can go as far as you want to. Sometimes you may have to volunteer. Can I go? Sometimes you may have to go when you don't feel like going. Are you listening to me? Ma'am, you can go farther with God. Hey, young people, hey, you can decide. Sometimes you got to leave the rest of the crowd if you want to go. His 12 disciples sitting there all sitting around talking. Jesus said, I'm going to go do something special. I'm going to go pray all night long. Who wants to go with me? Maybe Peter was sitting between Thomas and Bartholomew. Maybe they were telling a story or something. And then Jesus said, I'm going. Maybe he overheard Bartholomew say, I don't want to go. I'm tired. Maybe... Maybe Thomas was sitting there and he said, I don't know if we ought to go. 
Peter said, well, guys, y'all going to have to stay here if you don't take because I'm going to win. And you know what I found out, Brother Gravely? I think you're awesome, and I want you to be the greatest preacher Rossville has ever known. Don't get jealous, amen. Praise God. I want you to have God dripping off you. I want you, when you walk into the Faith Baptist camp, I want to see glow, amen, rolling down through there as you, as you come to get on the stage. Is that okay, Brother Laddie? You're helping me pray about that. Would you help me pray about that? Would you go farther with me, amen, and let's pray that God will just drip the glory of God off of Brother Gravely, amen. Fill him up, amen, and just have him to word when he walks, amen. You can just see the glow of God on him, amen. Young people, do you love your, your, your father-in-law? Is he a pretty good father-in-law? Pretty good, he says. Pretty good. You lost points there, son. You lost points there. So then I'm closing. Maybe somebody might come to the piano and play softly for us, if that's all right with you, preacher. I wonder who's going to go farther with God. I wonder if, and I know, listen to me, God puts you here, Brother Gravely, for this time. Somebody said, boy, don't you wish the Apostle Paul was here right now? Wouldn't work right now. Paul would be put in jail first 15 minutes he's here, and that'd be the end that you wouldn't hear much about Paul. Listen to me, I know that sounded strange, but Paul always went straight for the juggler. <laughs> and uh, he'd have, he might not have done so well. Amen. How would Peter have done? I don't know. He'd probably gotten in a fight the first day and pulled out a sword and tried to cut somebody's ear off or something. But he knew that in his awesome plan before the foundations of the world, he knew he was going to be here. He knew that. He thought it's so awesome. And while God's setting all the pieces up, he said, this is where I want this young lady right here. I do not need her in the year 1311. I do not need you, young man. I don't need him. Let's see. I don't need him over here in year 1816. I need him to be right where he's at for 2021. I need you to be right where you're at in 2000. God did that. God's so smart. He's so smart. He knew he needed you right here. And you're important. He needed you right here, right now. We're what God's got to work with right now. I wonder if we were back there. What if it would have been Peter, James, and John, and Andrew, and Bartholomew and Thaddeus and Simon the Canaanite and Matthew and, and Ricky Gravely. I wonder, Brother Gravely, if when Jesus said, I'm going to go up on the mountain, what if it's Leland Friday and Leland? And he said, I'm going up on that highest mountain over there. I'm going to go up there and pray all night. And he started walking away. I wonder... And I, I really wonder about myself sometimes. I wonder if I would have looked over and Peter said, I don't know about you boys, but I'm going. And he got up and took off. James and John said, hey, I'm going too. And they jumped up and took off. I wonder, Brother Gravely, if we'd have been all sitting there thinking, what should we do, what should we do? I wonder if I'd have glanced over at you. And maybe you'd have said, uh, Leland, let's go with him. Or would we have just maybe hung our head for a few minutes till they were out of sight? A lot easier to stay down on the bottom. You go up on the top, the devil might zero in on you, so I'll just stay down here. 
I'll just, I'll hear what they got to say when they get back. They can tell us what happened. We won't be left out because we'll, we'll hear about it. I preach a message, brother. Can I just go ahead and preach that message? It'll only take an hour. No, I, I preach a message on some things you miss when you miss. And Thomas wasn't there. Thomas missed out on seeing Jesus and his handprints and his feet and, and his side. Oh, you say, no big deal, Brother Fraser. The next week, Thomas showed up and he got to put his hands in there. See there? I mean, it don't matter if you're faithful or not. The next week he came and Jesus showed up. He got to put his hand in there. And he said, my Lord and my God. Oh, yeah, he got to experience it all. He just, he just wasn't there that week. But then the, and the reason he wasn't, wasn't because he's sick. He just didn't believe and he, he just didn't want to come. But, but, but the next week he was, Brother Fraser, but he missed out on some. Because the first week, Brother Laddie, God, the Lord Jesus breathed on them. And they received the Holy Ghost. But Brother Gravely, you won't see it that next week. Thomas got to see everything and hear all the stories and even got to put his hand in him. But he didn't breathe on him like he did the week before. Boy, I bet Thomas wishes he'd have been there. I'd hate to know that me and Brother Grabley stayed down. And then here come Jesus off the top of the mountain. Here come Peter, James, and John, staggering. Woo! I mean, tell you what. Woo! They're shouting it out. And, and me and Ricky said, what, 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 what happened? Tell us about it. What was it that happened? And uh, Peter says, man, you should have been there. You missed it. Man, God, amen, was standing there, and all of a sudden Moses came. Moses? If I'd known Moses was coming, me and Brother Gravely would have went. We'd have went if we'd known Moses was going to show up. And they said, that wasn't all of it. Elijah showed up. Are you serious? Elijah? And we missed it. Oh, man, I wish I'd have went now. And then they said, but Jesus was the main thing. He transformed himself. He transformed into a glorified body right before our eyes. We feel about that big. Because we missed it. Ma'am, you can go as far with God as you want to go. Young lady, there's no telling what God do with you. So Brother Allen did this for me. I've just been saved a little bit. He come all the way to the back. First time I ever saw him in my life. And he looked at me for a minute. 200 people there. Made us all stand up for two hours and a half. I come back there and he looked at me. He stared at me for a second. Got real quiet and just looked at me. Talking to his head a couple of times. He said, young man, it's yet to be seen what God would do with you if you'd give him every bit of it. Is he talking to me? Turned around and walked off. He walked off, got back up to the front, quoted a few more scriptures, and here he come all the way back to the back again. Stood there and looked at me. Said, young man, hey, hey. No tellings. Now, I would say there is no telling. But he said, there's no tellings. What God would do with you if you give him every bit. You know what he was saying? You know what he's trying to do, Brother Laddie? He's trying to get me to go farther. I'm not bragging on me. I'm just talking about he was trying to get me to go farther. You know what he did? He went up and preached for a few minutes. He came back. He looked at my wife. He looked at her. Looked her in the face. Said, young lady, there's no telling what God would do with this man right here if you'd you'd just go farther with God. 
I want to say, there's just no telling. There's just no telling what God will do with you. You may grow up and be the wife of a man of God. You just don't know. And you. It's all God can't do with nothing. Oh, yeah. There's no telling what God to do with you. If you'll go a little farther with him. Let's bow our heads together. Maybe God's dealing with your heart. If you're here this morning and not saved, God wants you to go one step farther. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. He wants you to be saved. More than anything, God wants to save you and take you to heaven. If you know you're not saved, you, listen to me, you're gambling with your soul because Jesus could come at any moment and when he comes, you're left behind. It's going to be bad. Strong delusion will come, you'll believe a lie. You'll be damned for eternity according to our Bible. If I knew I wasn't saved, I'd get up right now. I wouldn't play with God no more. I wouldn't tempt him anymore. I wouldn't, I wouldn't gamble with my soul. I'd come, I'd run to this altar and I'd ask God to forgive me and save me. I'd, I'd believe that he died for me that he rose again from the dead and he's alive today, I would put my life in his hands. And what about you? You said, well, I wish I was young again. I'd go farther if I was younger. Let me tell you something. Listen to me. You can only go from this point forward. You can't go backwards. You can go farther with God at any age if you're willing Several down here praying, preacher, would you come?